Hey, what's up? It's Joey Bravo and Aaliyah Marie. It's time for another episode of Sippin' Tea with Joey and Marie. We're back at it again. Season 5, episode 2. We got lots to talk about, man. Some stuff that's going to inspire. Some stuff that's going to motivate. Also, very talented guests in the building right now that we're going to get into. But first, we got to talk about the Golden Globes that just happened not too long ago. About, what, last week happened? Yes, just last weekend. Yeah, and then my man Ye has uh, surprised us again mm-hmm. with something really trippy. I'm like, okay, this is good, I guess, right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, different emotions, whatever you think about it. Yeah, um, <laughs> Dr. Dre is uh, selling some of his, uh, you know, his music. Yes. For quite, quite a good amount of money. I mean, for me, it'd be a lot of money. Yeah. I'd give me that money. I would have charged, but that's just me. Right? I know. <laughs> and then we're going to be talking about uh, Miley Cyrus. She's back at it again with a song that, honestly, to me, like, I'm not a big Miley Cyrus fan, but I was like, girl, all right, all right. I just know I'm it's, girl yeah, 2023 <laughs> is the year of healing. You got Shakira, you got Miley Cyrus, you yeah. got all these empowerful women that are coming back pretty hard. Shakira is the one that to me is mind blown. Like, how are you gonna <laughs> cheat on Shakira? Yeah, Dang, that, that dude needs to get smacked around. <laughs> Just saying, man. But uh, you know what? Before we get into all that information right there, we got to introduce our very special guest in the building today. It's Boise's very own Tony G. <laughs> yo, 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 yo! MC Extraordinaire. Thank Bro, you. look, man, I remember meeting you. Uh, it was like the skateboards and mini ramps show, like yep. years and years ago. I don't even know how long ago that was, but it was a while ago. And I remember, mm. um, you know, quote unquote, us old heads watch the young guy <laughs> get up on stage and just start spitting bars, like bars, bars, bars. And I was like, <laughs> who is this kid? And, me, and, and there was a few of us going, looking at each other like, where did this kid come from, you know? And so I, I was just listening to you just spit, man, spit heavy bars. And I was like, dude, this kid is is amazing. And I think you were like, I don't know, were you like 17, 18 or something? Yeah, something You were right really there. young. You were, yeah. you were still a teenager. And I was like, whoa, this is a trip. So I was talking to Mike and all of us were all kind of like, you know, uh, sharing our perspective on on you and like, this is this is what we want. This is what we are hoping is the new generation that's following behind us is that they're going to come out here and they're going to just do something that that really just blows our mind. Right. And, you know, ever since then, I've seen you progressively get uh, better and better. And your your music, like your, your, your creation of songs and stuff is is so tight, is dope. Your videos, your visuals. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, Tony. Yes, G. Sir. You know what I mean? <laughs> also, your trials and tribulations yes. and the stuff that made you the Tony G of today. Yes. Uh, T-N-Y-G, you know, Tony G. Yeah, that's what's (laughs) up, man. Now, um, before we get into all that right there, we do got to talk about the Golden Globe Awards, man. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of acceptance speeches. You know, I sent you some of those uh, uh, speeches. One of them that I thought was really cool and I I was really, uh, it actually made me choke up a little bit, was Angela Bassett, you know? Oh, yeah. Because she's talking about Chadwick Boseman. And Mm -hmm. have you seen uh, Wakanda Forever yet? I have. Oh, didn't the man. ending? The oh, ending it really it hurts. hits you hard. I feel like I didn't like. I cried. I did a good cry in the beginning, but then throughout it, I was like, okay, like you know, I'm getting used to it. And then at the end, I'm just like, okay, like I thought I was not gonna cry towards the end. <laughs> and then I'm just like, <laughs> what was sealed the deal was Rihanna's song. Like the, yeah. it was perfectly placed, and you're like, <laughs> your lips <laughs> quivering. You know what I mean? I was like, dang. And and, and then it's it's just like kind of watching because I'm not the biggest fan of Fast and the Furious movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy watching them because it's like, you know, eh, you know, brain fart, eh, whatever, you know. But I watched, you know, we watched the one where, you know, a Paul Walker passes away. Yeah. And that one hurt too, man. Mm-hmm. The Only song, can, yeah, When be- I See You Again. Yeah. <laughs> and then because you know they're gone. They're really gone. Like, they're, right. you're like, damn, that's the last, 
of his art that we get to see, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's what hits you harder. And also, I mean, obviously, you know, you know, he's leaving a son and and his lady and stuff, and you're just like, dang, man, that's messed up. Yeah. But yeah, Angela truly. Bassett, it I'm, was good. But all, although, like, there was a lot of good acceptance speeches, and a lot of people who won are well deserved. That's why I really liked it this year. But I also appreciated the host that they had this year, which was Gerard Carmichael. I liked that um, too. because even though they hired him to do this job, he still called them out and everything because in a sense golden globes is like complete bs and i think they purposely tried to award like the people that were well deserved and they do deserve it but also it's bs at the same time it's like (laughs) it's like good it's like bad but you don't know you know i love it because in the entire time he's like he's purposely with his carmichael show like he purposely made these situations uncomfortable for you did you ever watch that show the carmichael show no i don't even know who that is honestly Uh, so Gerard carmichael yeah he's a stand-up comedian um, but he had this show called The Carmichael Show, and it ran for like a couple of years, but they ended up canceling it. It was only one mm. season. Yeah, it was like it was one season. He was really but, risque, and he really pushed the boundaries, yeah. and he pushed us uh, subject matter that people are just kind of uncomfortable. But he made gotcha. it like he made it uncomfortable, but he also made it humorous. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, obviously, in today's society, it's really hard to be both. <laughs> and so they canceled the show, but like with him being as a host, like he called them out a lot about, you know, He's like a, a black man. Like they're having now a minority host be this the entire show, and they want to get brownie all, points for it. Yeah, like, he's like, guys, yeah, seriously. The reason only reason I got hired is because I'm black. Yeah. I'm like, oh damn, That's, all right. Damn. But, that, but like, that was, yeah, and people were laughing, but it's like at the same they're time, they're all like nervous, like, <laughs> like, ha, ha, ha. like, but I purely loved it, and he like because he recently um, came out um, with a, a stand up not too long ago. It was probably like a year ago, and he um, said that you know he admitted that he was gay and stuff, which was a really big news. For a yeah, lot I of people I because never, I, I didn't even yeah, look at him. I don't even think right. that he was yeah, never gay. Think, like, which, but it's just not that I'm saying yeah. that you know what a person no, looks like. No, but like gay. with the stand-up, that radar. yeah, with that stand-up, like he was like that was probably the most honest, like the honesty in a stand-up that I've ever seen yeah. in such a long time. So hearing that he was the host, I really appreciated it. But I also appreciate the fact that just because he was getting paid all this X amount of money, like he still was going to be the same person, and either it was going to be an issue or it was going to be something super successful. And I found it to be very successful. Um, but with a lot of, like I said, going back to these winners, there were so many well-deserving, and especially Abbott Elementary. Um, Have you I watched Abbott truly, Elementary? You gotta watch it. It's, it's a fun. very good show. It's, show. Um, it's pretty much about a bunch of teachers. Um, like it's like an elementary. It's an elementary school, and they they have very uh, low fundage for the school, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they try to make uh, the best of whatever yeah. they have. Right? Have you ever watched The Office? Yeah. Like a uh, of- a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Okay, Maybe so think, yeah, think of the office like the way it's filmed. <laughs> yeah, but like in an elementary. In a man- like, oh, okay. and so it's really good because Quinta Bronson, um, she had started up on YouTube, went through BuzzFeed, and then sold this storyline to various um, amount of networks. But she did it solely based on her mom, who was a teacher growing up. So oh. she actually got a lot of these stories based from her mom's experience. Um, but the reason why this show became such a big deal because there's just there and me personally, I work in education, so like. Hearing all these things, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, I like that they're spotlighting the truth and honest truth about how much we care about our education in the United States. Mm. But it's also very humorous because at the same time, it's like, what else are you going to do? Like, yeah, we don't have a lot of money and everything like that. But what else can we really do? Wow. Like, yeah, she she won an award for that. And mm. also, uh, you remember Everybody Hates Chris, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for so, sure. <laughs> so the main, the main uh, actor, he yeah. is in that show. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the teachers. And he's really funny. Yeah, um, Tyler James Williams. Yeah, that's his yeah. name. And so he won a Golden Globe uh, award for that show as well. They won it for the whole show. 
but mm-hmm. he wanted it as a as a supporting supporting actor. supporting actor. But man, it was really cool to see him win, you know, and and be recognized, you know, after seeing him since you know he was Everybody a kid, and we're all kids, and dude, yeah. I love that show. No, it's and, it's uh, cool to see the yeah. progression because. Yeah. That was one of the few actors, like, I really didn't know if he was going to make it the older he got yeah. because Everybody Hates yeah, Chris was chi- such a big thing. Well, child actors, man, they go yeah. through such such rigorous, messed up freaking uh, lifestyles, oh, you know, yeah. when it comes yeah. to that type well, of stuff. Well, especially you know? uh, Kiyu Kwan, because uh, he just won an award. Oh, yeah, and, but he, dude. like, his He was speech... short round on Indiana Jones, and he was also the little gadget guy on the Goonies, the Goonies. man. Mm-hmm. But that one mm-hmm. definitely was the most deserving, and specifically because, like you mentioned, with child actors, like, it's really hard to start at so young because you don't know as time progresses if you're going to make it into mm-hmm. the Hollywood industry the older you get. And especially with him, like, you know, being a minority and stuff like that, it was really hard back then. Um, but when he saw um, Crazy Rich Asians, that reminded him that now Hollywood is a lot different than the time that he started. And so he decided to start in a role and everything um, all at once. And I'm so glad that he came back because it truly was an inspiring thing for a lot of other minorities just to see that, you know, no matter how hard it gets, especially being as young as he was, there was always a chance that he was going to make it. And he did. And getting that award was really cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, even what he said, he said, uh, you know, like what he was you know, trying to figure out what he wanted to do. Like he he, told, he was telling himself, I guess that's it for me. Like I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm not worth it anymore. You know, like and I'm that's done. so sad. And when I he was said like, that. my boy, no, man, no. Yeah. You know, because we all fall into something that kind of breaks us at, at moments, mm-hmm. and it's just what we do. When we get broken, do we, you know, pick up the pieces and put ourselves back together, or do we just kind of like soak in our sorrows and be like, oh, poor me, you know? Yeah. And it and it does it, it does it's tough. It's not easy. So like, yeah, I'm just saying it in that way, but no, I'm serious. Like, it is a tough thing. Like, you know, um, I know you broke your leg, man. You tore yeah. his leg up pretty bad. Oh yeah. And I I was there with my son when he broke his. He mm-hmm. ended up getting a a plate, uh, a rope. Eight screws. He tore mm. a ligament. And it, it was, was his bad. freshman year. Wow. And it was his freshman year in, yeah. in high school. And he was like barely in football. Yeah. Wow. Knew he's gonna be like we were like yeah. he's gonna be amazing. And then mm. this happened. He was and... so heartbroken, man. Mm. And it's like it took him out for you know for his whole freshman year. Couldn't play football. I didn't let him play sophomore year because like I'm no bro. You just barely got better. Right. Like I'm not gonna let you do that. I go. You know what you should do though because it's not as much uh, pressure on the ankles and stuff and like mm-hmm. getting hit. If you want, you should try wrestling. It'll help you get a better base. So then when you, you get a better base, then you get into football. You're you're more solid and stuff. Yeah. He ended up doing uh, wrestling. Wrestling, he went back to football this year too. But um, the first year of wrestling, he was like, I think he was like, uh, he won like 15 matches. Mm-hmm. I think it was no a little bit less than that mm-hmm. but it was his first year he never wrestled then he came back this year and he's already won uh two tournaments first place uh the the, the third one he won third place and he's already right now at uh 19 and 5 mm-hmm. wow. 19 wins five so he came back from it right but I was there when when he was like he was at his low point you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so like um you know what do you got to say about that like to tell somebody about that moment when that happened to you because you were just like Oh crap! Well, I guess I'm screwed. Like, I mean, did you just say, "Yeah, I think I'm done now"? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I uh, just kind of piggybacking off what you said. Um, I I did remember when you posted about your son going through that, and um, I think I had seen it come up on my feet again. And I think that was during the time that I was, you know, out of commission, or maybe if it was 2020, right? Yeah, it was. It was mm-hmm. the same year. Yeah. It was the same year. Yeah, same year. So it was the same year. Mine was in October of mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah, his was in September. So it was mm-hmm. really September. Close. Yeah. So it was very yeah. close. Yeah. So I, I did remember seeing that, and um, and you're both Garcias. 
Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Look at that. Crazy. <laughs> Man, is it, was it his left knee also or not? No. No, this is right. Wasn't <laughs> I think it? This is, let me see. Let me remember what it looks like. Cause I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it was down here. Yeah. I gotta remember. No, that would have been crazy. Just okay. like Man, tip is it right same, there. Same injuries. <laughs> no, but uh, just seeing what you post about him, like, yeah, he's he's a strong kid, tough kid, and he's he's gone through a lot in such a short period of time. He's he's definitely grown. And the the numbers that you said, man, like he's mm-hmm. he's gonna be a savage. He's gonna yeah. be unstoppable when he gets older. Oh, yeah. He's he already is pretty much. Uh, but but for me, in my experience, yeah, when 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 that happened. Um, I felt like I was invincible. I was on top of the world. I was in the best shape of my life at, at that point. Um, I was in P90X, and you know er- everything was going well in, in my life. You know, I was I was sober at that time and everything like that. I hadn't drank in I think a year and a half by that point. And when that happened, I was I, I had to be still. I had to like really just take take the time to myself to reflect and and see. Okay, what am I going to be able to do from this point? Because Along with like the the tibia being uh, fractured and then the the ligaments, so the LCL, the MCL, the PCL, there was the the bicep femoris, which is like your your hamstring muscle, the calf muscle, um, and then it cut the nerve completely in half. So then I lost control of one of my one, uh, my left foot. Um, I'm a, I don't have some of the same functions that I used to because the nerve damage is you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but from there, I really needed to think of like, well, what. What can I do to put myself in a position to do something that's maybe not so labor intensive, you know? So am, am I going to have to go back to work or or what? what is it going to be? What What is the unknown, right? When you mm-hmm. step into it, what is this? What is this new life, this new way of being? And uh, coming back from that, looking back now, going over two years in, in October of this year, it'll be three, I've realize that it's the biggest blessing that I've ever received in my life. And and it's allowed me to say that not all blessings are painless and it's not going to just be handed to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but those opportunities, whether they come in a form of uh, an accident or a heartbreak or whatever it is, those are the opportunities to capitalize on. But you have to be intentional with it and, and really make it your moment because uh, opportunities will present themselves to you every day. You just have to realize when they're there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that was a big moment for me. I'm, okay. I'm super proud to be, you know, right here, currently sitting down, but yeah. I'm standing. I'm yeah, still standing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's you know, and, and I always say that, man. You always got to move at the speed of opportunity, man. Opportunity comes knocking whenever it feels like it. So you got to be ready. It's yeah. like that saying they always say, man. Um, if you stay ready, you don't got to be ready. You exactly. know what I mean? <laughs> and so, like, I use a lot of these little, you know, these little things for my kids and stuff, and I tell them, like, hey, man, you got to do this. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the last week when he. Uh, you know he had he had lost the match and i told him like look dude i know you're feeling all like like you know bummed out but it's like really life's not all about winning man it's really it's really about when you lose and how you get back up and pick up the pieces right. and move forward and keep it keep it going you know, and, uh, you know, I, I wasn't going to tell him anything because he was all grumpy and he didn't want to talk to me. And I was kind of like frustrated with him. I was like, yes, whatever, dude, l- l- figure it out on your own. But when I went back home, I was like, that's my job as a father, not to get, uh, you know, like lose my cool and whatever. My mm-hmm. job as a father is to, you know, come back with something that's yeah. going to help him. Right. And I did. And once I once I told him that and whatnot, then he kind of regrouped and then he won the rest of the, the tournament. Right. And so, wow. like, uh, the thing was about him is that, you know, we sometimes we just got to hear something. Right. It could have been maybe you're watching something. Maybe you mm-hmm. heard a song or something. It's something that just kind of 
flips that switch and you're just like, hell no, I'm done feeling bad for myself, right? right. And you know, I always tell uh, 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 Marie here that, you know, I give myself like a day of being like, oh, poor me, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, yo, pobrecito. You well, know, like, feel, right. like, feel the pain, get yeah. sad, do yeah. what you have to do, because it is a normal human thing to do is to feel those emotions, but don't let it, don't let it take over because the more you take it over, like, you're just pushing yourself back a lot further oh, yeah. and you're not going to yeah. progress as much as you're going to. Yeah, you you, you got to kind of like, um, you know, the, the pressure of a, of a steamer, right? Mm-hmm. How it's all trying to go out sometimes you got to open it up let it all out real quick and then close it back up and then you're good to go right. you know what i mean so like those are the type of things that we got to learn through you know our trials and tribulations and be able to better understand ourselves from within to to be to be more successful on you know on our road you know there and stuff like that but yeah man i i really uh uh see that as inspirational what you've done and what you've become and what where you're going you know what i mean we definitely want to want to get into uh, into that kind of stuff, especially your music, man. Because you got a lot of music, you got some new music yeah. coming out and things like that. But speaking of music, man, we got to talk about uh, Dr. Dre, man. Is Dr. Dre like an inspiration to you, man? Man, well, growing up in in L.A. and the West Coast, that's all I heard. West Coast, yeah. right? Because you're from Los Angeles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah East see, L.A. And I'm from Ventura, so we're mm. like, you know, we're down in Southern California, right? Yeah. And so, like, I used to go to Van Nuys all the time. I used to go to L.A. Just that that was my in my area from there, you know, to Santa Barbara all the time, just just rolling out all the time, you know. I was down there. I was living down there in the L.A. riots. That's how old I am. The Dang. L.A. riots. I was like, I was there for the 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 riots at Magic Mountain. You know, mm. there was like, there's a lot of crazy stuff that I went through when I. Was living down there. You can figure out how old he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you Google it all. But you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, um, I understand, man. So when we grew up in that area, obviously we all were into Dr. Dre. We were all yeah. into the West Coast legends, Ice Cube, you know, uh, Tupac, everybody. Those mm-hmm. are the those are our inspiration, right? And so. Uh, Dr. Dre has had some classic albums, you know? He's Definitely. had some classic albums. So now this dude is going to sell uh, some of his royalties, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of his connections to NWA and his publishing and stuff like that for $200 million? Is that what he's going well, for? Well, it's well over, but this is what they're like reporting to the public is $200 million. Mm. So I would I would honestly believe it'd be more than that just because of Dr. Dre. Like, mm. it's Dr. Dre. Like, to me... Two, like two hundred million, it doesn't seem right to me. I mean, that's a lot of money to me, but it doesn't sit right to because me. Because he's a billionaire, yeah. like, over billionaire, like, right? Or maybe he's just like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I have all this money. He's like, it's always Dre Day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. But like you said, he's close to selling off his music assets in two separate deals. So one is with Shamrock Holdings and another with Universal Music Group. Mm. Um, so he's selling obviously his artist royalties from two of his solo albums, as you mentioned. But he's not selling all his music. Um, and so to me, by the sounds of it, it's just more royal based and things that are not necessarily like completely his own it's like some mm. small portions mm-hmm. that he gets like it's like little little simple royalties that are kind of on the side yeah. right. for him like that's 200 million that's like that's two right. change you yeah. know what I mean yeah, well it's yeah, pretty yeah. much passive income streams is what he's defining it uh, it's yeah. passive income streams and he's that's like, why I don't need to worry about but this but that's what right. I'm saying it's like right back now. to like oh, yeah. the deal cost like that's probably why it's not as much as it is because it's like it's not like he's selling his whole freaking album, The Chronic. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, here, just take a little bit of this. Like, make right. yourself feel good about yourself. Well, know. Dr. J has, <laughs> has a lot to do with a lot of, of legends in general, mm-hmm. you know, from Eminem to 50 Cent to like, you know, to Snoop to, mm-hmm. I mean, like his, yeah. his name has is, is connected yeah mm-hmm. to pot like to some of the most iconic, most legendary mm-hmm. artists of all time. And uh, 50 Cent, man, 50 Cent. Let me tell you, that dude is like King Troll, and I he cracks me up with all the stuff he does. But but he's what, very smart. He is a very 
ultra smart, smart dude. Yeah. Calculated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And like, you, you know, and I was going to tell you this, but do you know that he is working on a eight mile show? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be the come up of Eminem, but it's as a show. Yeah. yeah. Because, he, you know, he does all the power books, right? Yeah. He has a, a power. He has Raising Canaan. He has BMF. He has movies. He has mm-hmm. like all these types of deals. He's the one mm-hmm. who single handedly made stars the streaming service pop. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I don't and know so, what that was before that. I know, right? <laughs> but that's that's the thing because they were at one point going to like take him off the deal like they didn't want to work with them yeah. but that's what he says, says is like like that's your brain because, yeah, yeah. because of all these oh, yeah. shows that yeah. I've created like like you said nobody knew what Stars was until mm-hmm. those shows came out yeah. and then everyone now is paying for the streaming service because of those shows oh yeah, yeah. well see that's the thing about Dr. Dre he owns a little bit of everybody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's just like the WWE owning still a little piece of uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, mm-hmm. oh, you know what yeah. I mean. So John like, Cena too. Yeah, yeah. John Cena. Yeah. So like, that's the that's the way these guys are really smart and calculated mm-hmm. about like, you know, what? I'm connect myself to that person right there, and make a little bit of money right there, yeah. and yeah. then that money becomes like crazy that's ridiculous. An investment. Yeah, with these <laughs> with these legs, and so I'm like, dang. So I'm really excited to watch the Eminem <laughs> show because you know I like Eminem, and I think Eminem is probably king lyricist to me. If Big Pun would have lived longer, I think a, a Big Pun would have been the guy that mm-hmm. everybody looks at. But yeah. unfortunately, Big Pun only lived, what, to, to, to one or two albums because yeah. he passed away, like, he passed away by like the later. second album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, and I know I know that's one of your favorites too, yeah. man. Because, I mean, and your lyricism, man, is, is on point, dude. I've heard you, like, just spit heavy bars, man. But mm-hmm. lately, I got an album here somewhere. What is it? I got your stickers too, man. But uh, <laughs> there are all these Funko yeah. Pops. <laughs> your latest album Sorry. to me is almost like a love letter, man. It is. It's, it's a love letter, and and I heard it, and I honestly was not saying shocked. I was just like pleasantly surprised on what I heard. Yeah. Because the rhythms, uh, the, the 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 music, your 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 lyrics, everything flows so very well, you yeah. know, and it's really smooth. And um, I and then I've I really liked the videos. Obviously, the ones you've done with Mario, you know, yeah, and uh, your sure. latest one, Hey Now, yeah, you know? Hey Now, yeah, it was really dope. Mm-hmm. And just the visual alone. But I started thinking to myself, who does this guy remind me of? This is who you remind me of. You remind me of LL Cool J because yeah. LL Cool J. I mean, obviously, the ladies love Cool James, right? You know, <laughs> but. When LL Cool J is in beast mode, he can tear somebody up. You know right. what I mean? Like if you've ever heard, uh, uh, was it five four three two one? That mm-hmm. one, he's just tearing up. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of songs. Mama said, "Knock you out." Like he right. tears people up. Oh, yeah. Bad. Like there's a long list of heavy LL Cool J songs, and then he has, "I need love." You know, mm-hmm. yeah. and it licks his lips. It's so like so- I just always like it when I saw him perform. Like he, like when he was performing that song, he had a bunch of roses for women. He did. Just, he was like, he was all passionate that. Now. Do you? I do that now. Yeah. Is that an LK, LL Cool J? I think it is like a paying homage. Oh, yeah. I give out roses. <laughs> nice. I remember nice. seeing that yeah. and I was just like, we were so far away. Yeah. But I was like, I just want to go grab one real quick. This one. Is, but I, I, think, I think someone that we knew, like yeah, their wife I, got one. No, it was this. It was a friend of ours. And yeah. I'm not going to mention her name yeah. because she was going out with him. She ended up cheating on him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But she got the rose. Yeah, but she got, she the, got rose. the rose. She got the rose. That's what it matters it's to me. Yeah. She got but, the hose. Yeah, she got the plastic rug. And he had his chunks of, you know, deodorant just sitting oh, there. And I was like, oh, uh, this is LL Cool J. This is exactly what I envisioned. Oh, that was so dope. Did you go to that concert when he came to the uh, Boise Music Festival? Uh, 
Or so I, I was performing during during that time. Oh, yeah. So no. so during the same kind of like setup, I think it was LL Cool J and, and who else was? Uh, it was like Smash same... Mouth and LL Cool yeah. J. Oh, was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Smash Mouth. So I think I was performing right around yeah, the same. Yeah, dude, that was, that was a dope concert. But that's kind of who you remind me of, man. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, what would you say is your favorite song on your catalog that uh, I want a, a heavy hitter lyricism one mm-hmm. and also the most loving love letter that you have? <laughs> Give me a one of each, and on on my catalog, of your catalog, yeah. Oh, That's oh, what? oh, easy. Right. Smile off of the album, uh, the Balance Part Two. Smile like is is the most uh, fluid song that I've ever made uh, from start to finish in one day. Mm. Uh, like record, mix, master, produce, all that stuff in one day, and that was that the one that has the music video with uh, with Mario. So that's the most lovely, like lovey dovey song yeah. that I that I've ever created, and uh, the most heavy uh, lyrical song. Happens to be the one where, uh, so, so Russ is, is a big inspiration, oh, yeah. like yeah, a, yeah. A influence on me. So I always do his <coughs> remixes on like TikTok or whatever. And uh, he has a song with Ed Sheeran and that song is that, Are You one. Entertained? Yeah. And my bars on that are just, it's, it's, it's so crazy because I'm not really like an aggressive type of rapper, mm-hmm. but when the instrumentals right it, it triggers something in me so but you got intricate rhyme schemes man you use mm-hmm. you use like strong words you don't use mm-hmm. like mother f this mother f that right. f this mother you know you're like saying something and right. you're bringing you're bringing to life what your message is you know based on words you're painting you're, you're using your words as as the, the the colors to your canvas you know mm-hmm. what i mean that's what i enjoy about about listening to you rap man thank so, you so yeah dude so now these two songs right here the the the, the freestyle that you did mm-hmm. um that's on tony g's tiktok yeah yes tnyg music all right and that's where they can find anything that you do any streaming they can stream all your music anything yeah right? just at tnyg uh tnygmusic.com mm-hmm. that's where all the all the good stuff is all right so <laughs> what what made you transition from lyricism uh to uh uh you know love jams well the you know, lady in my life that. you know yeah. i mean uh I, I had told myself that i was going to give myself five years of being just single and focusing on myself and when i broke my leg I just kind of like uh, run into a, a lady that worked at the same spot that I broke my leg. So it was kind of a double blessing. I, I got to come in and, and find myself through meditation and this different person that I am. But a bigger blessing in, in that sense is an understanding woman by my side. So we went on our first date and I think our, I think it was like our second date that I like yeah, it's the second date that <laughs> I, the I, I sent right her the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, se- it the second date. The first date. But, but, but by the second date, I already had that song "Smile" written, yeah. recorded, and all that stuff. And I said, "Hey, check out the song." Like we we weren't official yet, but I said, "Hey, like you know, I think we were leaving the the zoo." And then I said, "You know, take a listen to this new song I made." You know, and I didn't say it was for her Did or anything like smile? that. <laughs> <laughs> she said, yeah, like very she serious, yes. like listening to it. <laughs> like, but uh, she's like, hmm, yeah. not bad, yeah. right? <laughs> not bad. And uh, and and she she said that she she enjoyed it after you know a couple more dates went by, and um, you know just have just having somebody there that just was was there with me when I was using a cane after my leg got broken and. I, I had like a lot of insecurities of of the injury because when you're when you're when you when you're a younger guy like 26 27 and and you break your leg and you're having to use a walker mm-hmm. and like a cane and then you still have uh, a woman that's that's willing to show up 
and not like flake on you on on the day, even though you have a lot of things to offer. It's not like that one injury determined who I was going to be and I was like lower in value or anything like that. But it's just when you're, I, I, I'm not sure if, if, if it's for everybody else, but when I felt so strong before I got injured and then upon injuring myself, I felt weak mm-hmm. in, in, in a sense. She gave me that strength and inspiration to write those songs. And I, I think I did one song every month or sometimes it was like three songs in a month. It's just that flow of love and love songs are, are the ones that I have to write while currently in love. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I can't really pull from old exes or anything like that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm so in love right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> write, a, write a song. I mean, I, I write based on emotion. So that so album dang, This whole album's about you, girl? Yeah. You probably should be interviewing her but that's cool I mean like definitely in a relationship yeah. I think one of the most important things is if you can find someone to be there in your lowest like that like it does go a long ways and especially you know such an early stages of your relationship it just says a lot about the next you know yeah. whatever years that you spend with that person yeah it's, right. it's beautiful man I, 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 I really uh, do appreciate uh, those type of uh, stories you know what I mean mm-hmm. because uh, love is universal right so mm-hmm. everybody's gonna you know, uh, be in tune with that that story, right? That story yeah. of love, the beginning of love, the blossoming of love. So being able to express that in such a uh, smooth way as you do, mm. I, like I said, man, people need to listen to that album, right? <laughs> Tony G, T-N-Y-G, look it up, T-N-Y-G uh, Music, right? Yeah, T-N-Y-G Music.com. Yeah. It's an exclusive album, so yeah. you can either purchase it directly from my website mm. or if you come to one of the shows, mm. hit me up directly on social media. I can send out a physical copy as well um, with any purchases the digital copy you'll get the physical as well right so I'm sure you you know at your young age you've uh, you've witnessed uh, you've felt heartbreak at one point definitely are you ever gonna write a song about heartbreak uh, that heartbreak or your, your girl's <laughs> like you better not be writing about any other girl <laughs> <laughs> is it like that I, I think what? she's understanding enough to like let me express she's myself like a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean uh, I, I I I do wouldn't dare, so I, I do just- <laughs> I, you're opening a can of worms on that end. I think it's probably actually easier for me to write um, a song ab- about, like, uh, in the light of an ex as far as heartbreak, you know, because I had, I had an album before The Balance Part uh, 2 is Part 1, which is about the other ex, or the ex, and uh, pretty much I'm, I'm able to channel that emotion because... It ties very closely into anger, yeah. and mm-hmm. I used to have a lot of anger issues. I I'd still have every, every now and then we're, we're human, so I have a little burst that come out, uh, but not not as much as I used to. And so well, I can write songs about that kind of stuff fairly easy. But when when it comes to the the love songs, it needs to feel like genuine. Yeah, natural. Like w- yeah. When when we, the first time that we danced in in the snow with the headlights on, I wrote about the song. You know, like it's just like. Anytime we hey, do you're something, sweet, I'm, dude. Right? You're I mean, making us all look bad out here. <laughs> Every guy out there going like, bro, come on, eat chill. Chill. <laughs> right. <laughs> I should write a love book. Yeah, no, you should, bro. Yeah. You should you should make little love poems, like little love poems type of book. You know what right. I mean? I'm just saying, dude, that's pretty good. So 
there's artists that have made kind of like their career off of heartbreak songs mm-hmm. like Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Girl, I'm not saying you get around. I'm not saying that either. But, yeah, heartbreaks. but also be careful with Taylor Swift because yeah. she'll write a song about That's you. That's what I'm saying. She <laughs> yeah. says some messed up stuff. You know what I mean? But one mm-hmm. in particular that we got to talk about, and your girl was telling you all about the tea on this one right here, mm. is Miley Cyrus. My girl was back. I'll tell mm-hmm. you what. Yeah. And uh, she come, she's coming at you like a wrecking like ball. Like a wrecking ball. Like a wrecking mm-hmm. ball. And so Liam, no, not Liam. Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Okay, is the brother of Thor, you know what I mean? Yeah, and Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. So, so I remember this whole relationship. I thought it was a really weird relationship, them two. <laughs> this guy seems like such a square. He looks like yeah. a square. Well, so they met uh-huh. filming a Nicholas Sparks um, book movie. It's the love love song. So they met on filming this film. And at the time, she was very much before into drugs and alcohol, <laughs> all this stuff. And so that was when she was like, Hannah Montana, like still very sweet, things like that. So that's where they started the relationship. And then when they got married, she definitely turned into the wrecking ball aspect of uh, that Best life. Best of both worlds. Girl yeah. was wiling out, though, for a bit. You're yeah. like, whoa. Honestly, so I just saw her. So when New Year's Eve, or for New Year's Eve, she did a, like a New Year's party with Dolly Parton. And, and watching like, her. Hey, respect to Dolly Parton because she's a legend. But man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Those, those, those yeah. Skin, skin gloves. That uh, she wears, uh, it makes her scared. hands look like little mendicants. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> she doesn't want you to see her age. Okay, leave I the know, woman respect alone. Respect to her, no respect to her. Like I know she, I know she's trying really hard to keep her her youth, and like I am too. You she's know, so yeah. I don't. I'm not doing the whole. You know, hey, she's turning seventy seven. Right. She's turning seventy seven this week. Seventy seven. Yeah, she's turning seventy seven. I'm actually doing a yoga class inspired by Dolly Parton's birthday, uh, so right. I will be doing that this week. So don't hate on my Dolly. Right you know, you know what? You know, this is how much I'm not a fan of Dolly Parton. I'm not saying that. I don't respect her. I just no. want to do yoga mm-hmm. to Jolene. But That's all I want. That I never <laughs> knew that she was the original singer of I Will Always Love You. I thought it was Whitney Houston. No. Right. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So somebody goes like, oh, what? She sang that song? And then I heard it. I was like... Yeah, nail yeah. pastel. That's not that. But hey, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. It's just yeah. okay. It's okay. I'm sorry, After but you hear Whitney Houston like belt that out. You're oh, like, yeah, Girl, this is it. I but wasn't even in love. But the I fact that, that she's like, she's like the godmother of Miley Cyrus. It's so cool because at the time when Hannah Montana came out, she brought Dolly Parton on the show. And Dolly Parton was like forever thankful because she got to get the newer, you know, younger audience to be fans of Dolly Parton. That made such a big impact in her life. But when they did the show for New Year's, it was just really, it was really cool to see Miley Cyrus just be look so healthy and so happy. Yeah, it is good. Because it really was like a weird part that I was like, I really want but, to support her. But you also got to think about her. This this poor, I mean, this is kind of a, a weird analogy, but yeah. like she's she's had been in a cage. Mm-hmm. For so long as this young kid, like mm. this is where you're going to be in this cage and this is how you're going to act and this is what you're going to do. Yeah. And then finally she breaks out of that cage. Well, especially in the Most Disney. Most young people yeah. wild out, man. Oh, yeah. yeah they I wild crazy. out. That's, crazy. How, that's yeah. how when I left my house when I was 15, <laughs> yeah. let me tell you what, I I messed up a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? I just went cr- crazy like <laughs> a little wild dog out in the freaking, out in the streets. So I understand yeah. where she was at at that moment in time. Obviously for her, it's like magnifying time 10 because everybody knows who she is. Oh, yeah. And all these kids and all these moms and all these parents know this actress from Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. So obviously, she screws up a little bit. Everybody's going to be talking about her. Oh, yeah. And she well, goes from Hannah Montana to being this cochina. So <laughs> when she was, so with the wrecking ball phase, she got Twerking. really, yeah, she got really involved in drugs yeah. and alcoholism. Yeah. 
and I really did a number on her and, you know, obviously did a number on the relationship she had with Liam Hemsworth. And so he was very verbally abusive to her. So he would just tell her, like, she's nothing, like, blah, blah, blah. That's messed to up. To where I really pushed her into that. And till this day, she does fully accept that, yeah, like, she was in a really bad stage in her life, um, but she was able to get out of it, clearly. But well, that's not how day. you make some, help somebody get yeah. out of that. But, right. yeah, and I'm sorry, Liam Hemsworth tried to act like a victim, but he also cheated on her with eight girls. Mm, so spill that tea, girls. Spill that tea. He needs to chill out. He needs to chill out a little Probably bit. more than that? <laughs> Eight? Fourteen? Fourteen? That's even bigger. Oh, damn. So, my boy. Why are you trying to act like a freaking victim? It's even like great to know that she just dropped this single called Flowers. Um, no on wonder the day. she was wild like that. She oh, was yeah. like, oh, yeah. She got pushed mm. to the point, man, okay? <laughs> Sometimes okay. relationships can might do that anything to you. I've ever said about Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah. I feel for you. But with the Flowers song, it, she released it the day on his birthday. Um, and he just turned 33. And what was so iconic about this is she uses a lot of a sample of When I Was Your Man by Bruno Mars because he dedicated that song to her. And I so you so when he mm. says that part, she goes, I can buy my own flowers. Like, yeah. I am in a self-love Damn. phase right yeah, now, I and like I can that. do what I want because I'm me. Like, I don't need to rely on someone else to give me that. And I relate to her because at one point, that's what I did. I learned to, like, self-love and be able to know I can take care of myself yeah. instead of relying on someone. And yeah. I'm very proud. Shit, my fiance. No, just him. No, we, but and, and, I, yeah, it's independence. You know? It's independence yeah. knowing that you can do it on your own because yeah. that's your life. Like at the end of the day, it's always you. So don't don't put too much re- like relying on other people to get you. Yeah, like for your happiness. Yeah, yeah, like don't yeah. do it's, that. It, I've always told uh, Ali and I've told all the kids. Mm-hmm. It's like you first got to build yourself up as a strong individual before you take on somebody else to be able to do that. The way you have a relationship is to be able to grow together and be mm-hmm. stronger together, not one pulling the other one down or vice right. versa. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So once you become a strong individual, you know what it is, right? Mm-hmm. And if somebody wants to join you with that then that's even more beautiful, you know? Exactly. And then you come together and you create more and you do more things and you do things together. So, like, if she didn't have a man like that, you know what I mean? Because 14 ch- cheated on her 14 mm-hmm. times, man, this fool was one crazy actor. Now, I'll tell you what, acting like he was a good old boy, man. Like, yeah. Mm, yeah no, he was Trippin'. not. So this yeah. song is very, it's very iconic, but it is like, I... You, you can't like, hear the, the, the thing. Of, oh, oh, yeah, when I was your man. But yeah. that's why I love so much about it. But it's just like, that's what she is saying. is like she can she can love herself. And she yeah. is she now in that stage flowers. of her life yeah. where Ooh. she can do that. And I think it's super cool because this year, I think it's mainly for the year of healing. Because you mm. also have Shakira that just dropped her diss track against her I ex-husband. I tell you, that does not make sense to me. Who um, would cheat on Shakira? Yeah, right? That was very big, surprising to me. But at the same time, you can be the gorgeous woman mm. out there and still get cheated on. Like, it's just yeah. unfortunately one of those things. But in her song, like, she went a little bit harder compared to Miley Cyrus like no not like that but it's definitely like it's just it's like one of those, yeah it's like, sounds like kind of weird like so she's like oh yo, I can't even do the Shakira song you can't What's even imitate song? it like hips don't lie. <laughs> but it's just it's very iconic and I think it's super cool and like what's also interesting that happened this past weekend um, is that apparently Kanye West got remarried oh yeah uh, he got remarried to someone that is on his team that does like the architect and it's very odd because I don't know how true yeah, it is. Yeah, she was part of the, the, the yay like yeah. marketing or the I don't, I don't know how yeah. true it is yeah. because of the amount of women he's just like 
purposely like kind of well, pushed it out to him. He has a ring on his finger. Does he? Well, that's what he says. He has a ring on his know. finger. But the, I don't believe too much in the Hollywood he, industry sometimes. But no, because because he's you know he's really into 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 a a, a church and stuff. Yeah. And it's like he, he said he didn't want to be with somebody you know sexually connected mm-hmm. unless he was married again. Yeah. So I think maybe wow. he he kind of like. He's gonna get a lot of divorces then. Yeah, kinda, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I think he's just kind of using that as his own little personal tool. You know, it's like it's almost like, and you know, I don't want to get too religious, but it's like like going from the original uh, Bible to the King James Bible. Mm. King James obviously made it to you know cater to his his own likings. Right. You know, and so some people look at the King James Bible and be like, that's that's fact right there. But there was another Bible before that one right there, and then there was another one before that one, mm-hmm. and then there was another right. one before. So it's like you know, it's the same thing. It's like okay, so. Now you have all this power, yay, you know, because he's Jesus, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I'm just going to make up stuff now. So I'm going to read the, the, the holy the holy book, the good book, mm-hmm. and I'm going to use all this stuff and I'm going to decipher it in my own way and right. use it in my own way to do what I want to do with it, right? And so I think that's why in that sense he's married, mm-hmm. but he's married like spiritually so he can be with his lady as much as he wants and then he feels guilt free yeah. and then he's like alright All right, girl we're divorced Ch-ba-bing. let's yeah. go find another one you know what I <laughs> mean and then he's gonna go do, do it with very another one. odd I'm just I mean, saying he's an odd guy you know yeah a hundred percent. I mean, like, yeah. yes and no. And I mean, over time, you guys heard our show and previous like comments about Kanye is like, I, I don't know if I can stand for Kanye no more. Not right now. No, hey, hold on. Not right now. Not Kanye now. But back then with the college dropout, I well, supported yeah. every bit of college the way. Dropout. Okay, I'm, I was there. For I'm Kanye. still <laughs> repping his music. I have it on vinyl. You can hate me all you yeah. want, but that was my man back in the day, right yeah. there. <laughs> I mean, he was a different man. You know? yeah. yeah, Kanye. For me, it's 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 a touch and go. It's kind of like you know. I, I can't say for anybody mm-hmm. on earth um, that I will stand by what you say 100% mm-hmm. always. I, even with, with uh, religion and politics, I don't pick sides at yeah. all. I'm very unbiased in, in, in that fashion. So, yeah, although I do appreciate his old work and his catalog and what it's done for me in my life, and there's millions of people that have that same mm-hmm. story. For me, if, if he's, if he's going to give me uh, like a Drink Champs interview that has all the slanderous uh, stuff in it, yeah, just, mm-hmm. mixed with the good and the bad. Um, I, I'll, I might appreciate the good and, and the gems and, and take that for what it is, but I'm not gonna stand for what he's saying oh, yeah. on yeah. the other side. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just with with everybody. There, there's there's polarizing figures in in this culture and in many cultures. Uh, but Kanye is one of those guys that like he'll, he'll do things like this, get married randomly or divorce or paparazzi fights mm-hmm. with them or whatever it is that he does. Um, he may or may not be doing it intentionally, but at this point it's like, come on, guy. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's all, it's all a ploy, man. It's all, yeah. it's all the way they do it. A marketing ploy of sorts, man. That's just kind of what they're, they're trained to do, man. You know, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? But, um, you know. Since I, f- I feel you kind of like the 208's LL Cool J right now at this moment. <laughs> I, do, I, Take do, it. I do feel that. You know what I mean? Obviously, we need to get you to perform a song. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we can't just let you leave here without right. performing a song. So we got to get into that here uh, uh, shortly. But before we get to that performance of a song, I do want to talk about uh, uh, some more love jams because yeah. it's all about love. It is. All right? And, uh, you know, there is an album that I want you to listen to. And I bet you you'll enjoy it. And it might even influence you to write another album, a balance mm. three, you know, okay. balance four, maybe. <laughs> okay. even. You know what I mean? And then you and your lady will listen. You're like, oh, my 
God, this is so romantic. <laughs> and then you guys will write a bunch of more songs together. It's called The Bash Tones. You know Baby Bash, right? Oh. Yeah. Okay, so he created a, 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 an album, of like a, a compilation albums. Like mm-hmm. I think he's in three of them called The Bash Tones. And he has all these different artists that sing on these songs that are produced by him and whatnot. And they're like, he calls them soldies. Like it's oh. got soul and it's got the oldies feel. And man, some of the videos are so dope. Oh, and I want awesome. you to watch some of those videos because being it that you have some ba- like badass slow jams, mm. you know what I mean? It might give you some ideas on a, your next visual, right? Yeah. But this album, like we always talk about new music, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And new music is 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 one of our favorite things. We want we're gonna add some of your songs too to a, the sip and tea uh, playlist. Because mm-hmm. yes. we try to add as much uh music that we can, but uh the bash tones if you're into oldies type music, but the new soul oldies, mm-hmm. this this these are the albums that you want to get into, man. And he's just been dropping like some videos after videos, oh, yeah. and those those visuals, you're like, ooh. And especially us, we're from South Southern Cali. Like it's got low riders. It's got oh, I think one of them. Man. One of them they film it in, P- in Pacoima. You okay. know where that big Danny Trejo murals at? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, there's so many just. Badass videos. So, if you guys want to listen to some good music this week, start your week off with the Bash Tones. Mm-hmm. Just look it up. Baby Bash, the Bash Tones. Look it up and you'll find a bunch of jams that you're like, why have I not been listening to these albums? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's number soul. It's right there. He's like, it's crazy. Oh, he's still I mean, going. I he's know, still going. Bro, bro, that's another guy that I'm so, I, I feel so much respect for because. Well, he's very private with it yeah, too. Yeah, he's private, but the dude, <laughs> the dude owns like a, a dispensary. He mm-hmm. owns all these different types of things that, that go with it. He, uh, he owns royalties to a lot of his music. Like yeah. his, his, he used his fame and what he did on the mainstream and used it to, uh, you know, uh, leverage that, leverage mm-hmm. that, yeah, and 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 also reinvest and invest into other people because he's also helps people in the in the community, the community a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those are the type of people that I have mad respect for, man. You know what I mean? Like I could tell you're that type of person, man. Definitely. That you that you want to make music, you want to have, you know, you you want to uh, put your message out of love, but also you want to help people along the way because Definitely. when we fall. And and we we're, we're down to the bottom, and we figure out a way to to find ourselves back into the light. We're so appreciative of that that we want to help somebody else mm-hmm. through that struggle. So by what you're saying and what you do, and because not only with your music, but like I follow you on social media, man. Like you you you're not just a one dimensional guy, you know. Yeah. You have uh, several different facets about you as a personality and stuff. And once again, Tony G T N Y G. Yes, sir. All right, music. Follow him everywhere. But uh, you'll you'll see him on TikTok, and he has a lot of inspirational stuff and a lot of cool stuff that I think that young people today really need to see because they got to see somebody like you. I mean, hey man, I'm already, you know, I'm I'm already getting, you know, being old, you know. Like you gotta find <laughs> the new generation that's inspiring them. That's also following along and walking through the same path that they are. So that way they can understand. I walked through my path for my generation, and I helped as much people as I can. I'll still continue to do that. But you know, we're gonna continue to do that as as the youth, like like Aaliyah. You know, she's she works at a, a at a college. She tries to help as many people as she can to to for to to find a better better future. I said this um. Uh, yesterday I was having this conversation, and and I'll get a little serious here, but this is the conversation that I had is that when I was young, in my generation, a lot of us in the same generation, um, we didn't realize that we were going to be in the 2020s. Like in my mind, mm-hmm. I don't even know how I'm here. Like wow. I don't even, I don't even, I'm like, oh, I'm in the 2020s. Like when I was young, nobody, nobody told us because we're first generation. Uh, 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 Americans, nobody told us that we had to live for the for the future as well. Mm-hmm. Everybody's telling you live day by day, live to survive. So that's what we were told. 
from everything, from movies to anything, there was never a, a person with this face right. on, on screen that was doing something positive. They're either Cholos, it was American Me, it was, mm-hmm. it was uh, uh, Blood, Blood and Blood, Blood Out, out you know, La Vida Loca. Yeah. Everything that we were shown was how we are detrimental to our own selves. So everything that was shown to us was not a future. It was, it was that our future is bleak and there's nothing for us in the future. Mm-hmm. Even Star Wars didn't have us in, <laughs> you, know? Right. you know, you know, now we do. <laughs> now, now we got, now. We got, we got Mandal- aliens on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got the Mandalorian, we got Oscar. I mean, we got a lot of Latinos that represent and show us that there is mm-hmm. more than just living day to day. All right, so now we have us, right? So now, now I'm trying to show that to my daughter, you know, uh, to young people like yourself. And now you guys have a better vision of the future. Now you guys have an idea that there's going to be something more. Mm-hmm. Right. I never thought I would make it to the 2020s. I thought that was like a fantasy. I thought I was going to be gone by like 2010. I was going to be gone. I wasn't going to be here on the earth. And I didn't think I was going to do really amount to anything when I was a teenager. Hmm. Even talking to my friend, like our attitude was like, I don't give a fuck. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That was our attitude. Like, what's, what are you going to do in your future? I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck. You know, like you were just like, oh, you true. know, just, you know, you know how it is in LA. Yeah, and and, really and so that's all, that's our attitude. Like, shoot, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do whatever I want to do, you know? Right. And so like, we weren't giving, given these opportunities and these examples of what it is to have a future. But now we do. Now there's people like you. Now there's people like Aaliyah. There's more people like us in the forefronts doing something positive that we need to be the inspiration for the next generation, you know, and the generation that's with you right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're inspiring them as much as as, 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 as you're being inspired by others. You know what I mean? Yeah, I always try to add value in any any room that I go into, that's that's what I say to myself. Um, I, I do meditating every day. So e- whether I'm like sitting down in silence or whatever or not, but like even on the drive here, I was just like, I want to add value however I can. So anytime I see an artist that's doing something or maybe they're in the low point, I just reach out. Even if they're in, in, in their best moment of their life, I still reach out. Hey, how, how can I help? How can I add value? Because for me, it's just all about if I know something or if I know how to do something or maybe I can connect you with somebody, as long as it is for the betterment of, of human life, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be necessarily for just the culture, but like somebody's life, right? So that, that's why I read every day and I'll like read like a portion of the book that caught my eye. I'll read it for people to, you know, just, just to, even if they're scrolling through on TikTok or Reels on Instagram or Facebook, if they see it and they, they spend even a couple like maybe just a minute with me um that that's good enough because maybe that would help them in some way and that's why it's you hear it in the music um and the message that i that I push out and and just in my being i can feel it um just radiating from myself and and that's just just being self-aware of, of, yeah, of who yeah, i am yeah, exactly yeah. not like oh like i'm both like no no i feel in that same i, I feel like i'm in the same uh, position you right. obviously in a in a in a, in a far forward in the future from you but you know what I mean it's it's not about being like a braggadocious or being a narcissist in any way it's just about like we have energy right all of us have an energy yeah. within us right so whether it's negative whether it's positive you use the same amount of force to project that energy right you feel so, it so what's the point in projecting negative energy you know and using that that same you know power and that strength to project it when you can project positive energy exactly you, you do that and then it comes back to you self control yeah self-control, man self mastery exactly and it's a beautiful thing man so i really appreciate uh that you do those type of things and uh you know um 
Once again, Tony G T N Y G. Don't worry, we'll put this all in the captions for you. I every time I listen to podcasts, I'm like, what did they say again? I hear it probably ten times, and I still won't remember. Yeah. I gotta look it up. <laughs> so you know, we gotta get you to perform a song, man. We're Let's gonna get it. you to perform a little something, something. Now, this song right here is a song you're actually just gonna release. It hasn't even been released yet. Right, so so uh, the one I'm actually performing is is Hey Now, so that's the one okay, that okay. has released. That's, that's but a good video. today, the fifteenth of January, uh, we're releasing a song, Win Again, and uh, it's pretty much out everywhere now. And I got some things in in the tuck. I, I put out uh, clips of it every single day and have my little strategy going on right now. But uh, Hey Now is what you're gonna be hearing. All right, man. Well, we're gonna get into Let's it get right it. now. Tony G. Hey now, yeah. Hey now, they're gonna hatin' on the player. Same ones counting me out, they're gonna pay up. Let my money stacked up high Himalayas. When I walk by, lookin' fly all layers. Hey now, they're gonna hatin' on the player. Same ones counting me out, they're gonna pay up. Let my money stacked up high Himalayas. When I walk by, lookin' fly all. Any party coming in crashing I don't need a invite, I'ma show up in the fashion They used to count me out, but now I gotta tax them Fees on fees, running, don't forget the back end Just give me what I'm old, been put it in the word Late nights, gonna pay off and go Plant them on the walls, then the halls, they grow I knew from the start that I'm a star and I'm a glow Future looking real bright, the road's long but it feels right I carry on cause the bill's light Brain and barn, I got the mindset and my skills tight I'm very bonds with the mic and making hits fly Better knock it out the ballpark, keep it real hallmark I segue like Paul Blart And all large man, I'm be a little different Some make it look and another make it listen like Hey now, don't go hating on the player Same ones counting me out, they're gonna pay up Let my money stacked up high Himalayas When I walk by, look a fly hard layers Hey now, don't go hating on the player Same ones counting me out, they're gonna pay up Let my money stacked up high Himalayas When I walk by, look a fly hard Never break a sweat, only tripping on a jet Going pedal to the metal when I'm taking off next I'll guess that you didn't think I'd make it far, yeah Joe's on you, should've made it off, yes Oh well, didn't do it so, boo-hoo Only good friends and my family knew Took a lot of great moves and mistakes made few Late nights in the booth where the time just flew Smashing on buns, trying to figure out the right sounds Finally got the skills down, I ain't playing around You can't box me in the lane and make it out of bounds I know I'm breaking all the trends and make it out of town And I ain't jumping off ship, huh, no way I'm just staring why I gotta make a roadway I blaze trails rather rest and go the no way I'ma get there when I get there in my own way Hey now, don't go hating on a player Same ones counting me out, they're gonna pay up Let my money stacked up high Himalayas When I walk by, look a fly hard layers Hey now, don't go hating on a player Same ones counting me out, they're gonna pay up Let my money stacked up high Himalayas When I walk by, look a fly hard layers Hey now don't go hating on the player. Same ones counting me out, they gonna pay up. Let my money stacked up high Himalayas. When I walk by, looking fly hard layers. Hey now. Yeah, let's get it. Oh, snap, that was dope. Yeah, let's go. That was Tony G T N Y G. What's up, man? I let them know, man. How can they get a hold of you on social media? At TNYG Music everywhere, TNYGmusic.com. Again, so it's pronounced Tony G, but it's spelled TNYG, and it stands for Talent Naturally Yields Greatness. Damn. I like that. (laughs) 
little acronym. Yeah. And, and the ladies love Cool Tony, too. Is yes. <laughs> one lady, one lady. One lady yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you so much for being on thank the show, you. man. We appreciate it. Honored. Yeah, make sure you follow us on social media, Joey Bravo 208. Or Liam Ray 208. And make sure you uh, check out our previous catalog. We have all types of dope episodes. We have episodes with Dante Thomas, Holistic Meditation. We even have a special interview with the legend himself, Kid Frost. And you mm-hmm. could go back to our catalog and check those out if you haven't listened to those. And then just keep hanging out with us every Monday. Yes, right? sir. That's what we do, baby boo. We out of here. Peace.